Hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold, based in Delega, Panama. So back at home after the FHL, which which was amazing, amazing. Um, to have that many people with the same mindset that they're there to learn information and, and help their businesses grow, but in the same same text, they want to help anybody that ha is at the stage that they were at before or um, someone that has been through something that they're just starting to go through and they're more than willing in helping you avoid all that pain and heartache, avoid the cost and calamity. So it, it was a very interesting um, week with a bunch of amazing, amazing people. They're having the next one in March, March 9th to 12th, I guess, which is a Tuesday to a Friday. So it's, but I definitely know after this one to not plan on going anywhere after, just plan on resting because uh, Sunday I was uh, emotionally and physically drained. Same with Monday when I traveled home, and today I wasn't feeling too well, and it was just just body tired. That's all it was. Back to the not fixing the hair, no makeup, no shampoo, and probably from the way my ears feel, no earrings for a little while either. But um, allergies stayed at bay, which is fantastic. I have been giving a couple ideas on how to work out what I'm going to do next. The neat thing is, is that they had on Thursday night, they had something called the round table sessions where they had 32 people that have made their million dollars in um, the funnels. 32 people that sat there for, I think it was two or two and a half hours answering any questions you had. Any questions you couldn't and these are people that normally charge tens of thousands of dollars for um, consulting with them and they just sat there and there was up to three circles of chairs around those chairs and from uh, the time that event began to the time it ended they were answering questions um, I went to a one table, a Rachel, Rachel Peterson's table that I was interested in um, because she had presented that day and in her presentation, she described on how she does courses, but I had a question on the next step because she was running through her uh, presentation so quickly and I asked her how, how, well, A, if she did worksheets with the videos, and yes, she did. And, I, and how do you get the worksheets? And she said to have one of your followers or one of the people that you know that were interested to do the worksheets for getting the course free, which I think is a great idea. So um, the next event I did that Thursday night is I went next door to the Funnel Hacking Live, and it's a room full of staff um, from ClickFunnels and support staff from all over the world. I forget how many countries they have people. 
and um, to get them, uh, I brought my laptop and I was talking to a woman that was sitting beside me. I found out later she was from Holland and she asked if I had built the funnel and I said, yeah. And I said, it didn't do too well. And she said, did you use Facebook ads? Yes, I did. And I said, they didn't convert well. And she said, would you mind, do you have your computer here? I said, yeah. She said, would you mind me looking at it? I said, no, if you can make sense out of it, go for it. But she discovered that one of my funnels, I had five or six at the time. One of my funnels had over 32,000 people view it and 867, I think the number was, people open, like opt in for the second page. But because I didn't have a thing called a pixel, it's like a little bit of code that tags, or should I say follows uh, the people that opened your page so that you could contact them. And that's techno babble, and I'm sorry for that. But to describe the story, this is what happened. So she looked at it. She fixed up that page. She told me step-by-step step what I needed to do. She looked at my sales page, my funnel, and told me what I should change, she told me what I should keep. And she said, honestly, she said it, it, it was a, a good-looking funnel. It, it just... strange noises. It just needed some things. So that's fine. I found out later she was from Holland and I asked her what she did and she did Facebook ads. So she wasn't hired by ClickFunnels. She spent an hour helping me and um, she did it from her heart. Like uh, a lot of people, I think once they get to a stage uh, of success, especially in that community, they, they want to give back and, and pay it forward. Um, I tried, I, I couldn't push myself enough to do the, the interviews, but I tried saying hello to as many people as possible. When they have the big lanyard and, and the, the name tags, it's easy to do. So for about Two and a half hours Wednesday morning because the day started at lunchtime. I tried to say hi to as many people as possible that walked by. And some came by and shook my hand. Some talked and some went by. But but it looked like a lot of them were as by themselves as I was. I, I wouldn't say lonely because in an event like that, you can't be really lonely. Um, but... Sometimes you could feel alone in an event like that because there's so many people. So met a, a bunch of people and I talked to a bunch of people. And the neat thing is, is that from the conversations that I had from people, a lot of people gave me ideas on um, how to continue with the gluten-free baking without me doing the baking. Um, they gave me ideas on how to set up my sales of the cookbooks and the webinars. And they gave me uh, ideas on how to sell other things that I'm good at. They said, anybody can write down at least 20. He said 26, but I think at least 20 things that you're good at. Uh, mudding and, and, and painting and sanding drywall are one of them for me. Baking different items are for me. Making 
pro and con lists. All these things that you think that you're, you're, that are so easy because you do them and you're really good at it, you think automatically that everybody can do that. And the one thing that I learned from this trip is the fact that not everybody can do the stuff that you're good at. And they would love to get the insight to be able to. And they would love to be able to purchase the information or the package from you that would alleviate the tension from starting from point A to get to point B by going through your experience, by going through with your guidance. And that 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 has opened up my eyes. But they uh, also, the woman from Holland helped me because she gave me an idea. And also a lot of the speakers, it comes back to the thing that the stuff that you think that you do, that you do, that is so easy for you. Like, um, Monday morning before I left, we usually bake our bread Monday afternoon, but I baked it for my Monday morning because for me, it took 20 minutes, 20 minutes. I, I think it was 10 or 11 loaves of bread, three different types, all done, rising, ready to go in the oven. But for mom, not because she can't do it, but because she doesn't do it often enough, and she worries so much about being successful, her stuff, it takes her longer to do. So to her, it would be a bonus to have someone show or train her to get it to the point that it was so quick. But you can't get that quick unless you go over and over and over it. Doing it once every three or four months doesn't, doesn't do it. it. It's the act of repetition that helps get you to the point that you are a master at, at it. And there's a lot of stuff that I've done so many times in my life that another description at it would be being a master, being a master at mudding, being master at taping, being master at sanding, being master at, at being able to paint um, not so much gardening, but being a master at looking what is in the fridge or in the cupboards and deciding, figuring out, deciding, and implementing what you're going to have for supper. And also have it to the fact that it tastes good and everything is ready at the same time. Like that's a mastery. A lot of people can't do that. I hear stories about guys, they've watched their mom um, say peel potatoes forever with a paring knife. And, and when you cut your cut towards your thumb and you never seem to cut your thumb. But when guys do it the first time, they cut their thumb. And it's just because they don't have the feel of doing something like that. Well, maybe they should have that feeling a little bit more. You know what I mean? Maybe they should immerse themselves in cooking supper a little bit more. But there's guys that really do do it a lot. So I guess my point is today, uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing my, um, my uh, podcasts and my Facebook lives every day now. Since I come back from the trip, it was really hard with the, the Wi-Fi. It was cutting out and, and I was having a hard time getting uh, data coverage um, to be implemented for my company here in Panama, Panama for the States. 
and I didn't want to do my Facebook lives not being on a, a $5 a day data program. So what I get is um, there were people that, that talked over the week of um, you have to decide on what you're good at, concentrate on that, be focused on what you're doing, and hire virtual assistants. Um, you can go to the Philippines online and you can get a virtual assistant for 2 $3 an hour. And these are people for doing your social media or your computer work or anything. There's virtual assistants out there. There's graphic artists out there. There's people that can do the translation for you. I found them and the prices are very reasonable. But it just depends. I know for myself, I, I've listened to it. They want to push the 80-20 rule. 80% of stuff that you should not be doing and you should be hiring somebody else to do and you concentrating on that 20% because you concentrating on that 20% gives you more than you could ever dream of compared to doing that 100%. Like hiring that person to mow the lawn or hiring that person to clean the house or hiring that person to assist you with graphic design or hiring that person to do your logo. How long is it going to take you to do it yourself and you're not going to be that great at it? These are people that have done it for years and years and years and they have a proven track record and they're inexpensive. I know they are. But it, the point is, I don't have the money right now. So I'm going to have to suck it out for a little bit, um, get to where I need to be. And then as soon as the money starts coming in, I'm expanding to have a team. A team I can rely on, a team that I can say, this is what I need you to do. And then walk away and concentrate on the stuff that I'm really good at. The stuff that I'm a master at, that I mastered. And working on courses and working on items or, or uh, information guidelines to help you guys become masters at it. It's just like you guys would love to be masters at gluten-free baking. Well, we are going to do that. Um, when we worked on the uh, sales page for my last uh, launch, she went through it. And we talked about what we can offer. And the neat stuff we're offering is a private Facebook page that has access to different recipes of mine that aren't available anywhere else. And they're included in the package. Uh, weekly question and answer periods where if you're stuck or you have a problem, you can ask me. You have access to ask me so I can do it. So, okay, I will let you guys go. Um, I see I have to go talk to my daughter. I, we have an accomplishment that's going to be excellent. So, uh, Colleen Hunt from Gluten Free Gold, based in Delega, Panama. Bye.